Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and Inhaler made the news this week with their new music video created with the help of AI generated imagery. Here to tell me more about AI's impact on the arts is Dr. Martin Clancy. Hello. Good evening. How are we doing? <laughs> Thank you very much for chatting to me. So, is this something that we're going to see more of? In terms of AI's involvement in the arts? Yeah. Yeah, I, it, we have... We, we are literally on the cusp of seeing this appearing everywhere. And the inhaler uh, video is a, is a great example of how this is now mainstream. So let me contextualize this a little bit for you. Back in September, we started seeing the rise of what was called text-to-image generators. And there were three main companies. Uh, one was DALI2, which is by OpenAI, the folk behind ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. The other one was Midjourney. And then there was a third one called Stable Diffusion. They're not the only ones, but they're the three big ones. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happened in October of last year is that they allow these pieces of software to have, um, without getting too technical, a thing called API, which means that you can take it and insert it into whatever product or services you have. So in the example of Stable Diffusion, in September of last year, it was put into 200,000 products and services. And what that means is is that it's everywhere, all the time, all at once, and happening right now. So if you use Lenza on, um, you know, the, it's like the most popular AI on the, uh, on the, on the app store, uh, on the most popular app, uh, that's powered by Stable Diffusion. Um, mm-hmm. So PowerPoint, uh, pretty much everything has got, um, a, a text image generator in it now. What exactly is AI for anyone who doesn't know? Oh, that's a great question. So, um, breaking news here. Let's let's um, let's let's discuss this. There is no such thing as AI. Oh, interesting. So we're all being told lies. <laughs> no, well, well, yeah. Actually. So no, but the artificial intelligence is a term, and it's a term for what were a series of different um, algorithms or approaches to computation. And the idea started in 1956, where the term artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. was first coined. And then it kind of, with our our ideas of movies and books, uh, and then we things like the Terminator and the Matrix, we kind of developed this idea of what intelligent machines would be like. 
However, in the real world, there are all these different schools and different tribes of people doing different things. And then probably in the last uh, four years, five years, things started getting weird. And they got weird in one particular area called machine learning. And that was one particular technique. And what we're seeing now is an aspect of that called transformer models. And that's really simple because if you think about it, it's kind of like uh, a crossword. So you do a crossword and you're given a clue and you have to figure out what the word is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm useless at crossword. Mm-hmm. Are, you any, are you any good? No, it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, right. So a transformer model is a gigantic, really smart crossword okay. <clears throat> that figures out what the next word should be in a sentence. So, that, and, so that's kind of essentially what AI is showing us then. Well, when we speak about AI, we're talking about what we mean by AI is now is this this particular uh, part. So if you think about it, AI is like, where is Europe? So mm-hmm. Europe's just like a political border. It doesn't have mountains or ranges. We take the island of Ireland as a physical island of Ireland that we say is part of Europe. Mm-hmm. So when we speak about AI, we're speaking about one particular island, very popular island, (laughs) physical one, a a particular technical technology uh, called transformer uh, technologies, uh, large language models, which is um, machine, that part of machine learning, and that's the part that's become in all of our lives. Not that it sounds very technical, but it's kind of good to to get away with get away from this notion there is such a thing as AI. Yeah, because it seems like a more broader term. Like It seems like almost like a blanket term for a lot of things that are happening under it. That's it entirely. Mm. And there is a danger in that because if you say AI is, um, we should ban AI or we should have a moratorium AI, well, in principle, that might a lot of people might agree on that. Mm. But in practice, it's really simple to turn around and say, oh, there's no AI here because we don't, we're not using AI. We do this or we do that. Mm-hmm. So everybody jumps on it in terms of it being a marketing tool. Um, and my concern on that is, is that a lot of it could be used by bad actors to say, to do the opposite, which is to say, well, we don't use AI when actually they're using the very technologies that are, are affecting our lives and scaring us. Should we be embracing these technologies? We have no choice. We already have. True. ChatGPT is the fastest growing uh, technological adaptation in, uh, it, but it's, it makes the, the 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 rise of Google and Facebook look look like the the, the rise of um, steam engines or mm. horse-drawn carriages or some <laughs> other past technology. Seriously, it's after like everybody uses it, and we probably don't even realise that we're using it. No, but I mean the amount of people who signed up. Uh, it, it, if it, if it is literally the most popular wow. thing ever. Like, uh, I think, was it five million people joined in a couple of days? Um, but the more, the, 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 the this kind of scary part about it is how quickly uh, it's adopted. It, it's basically being uh, brought into every every business, every, every single aspect of uh, our culture and, and, and economics. Yeah, I saw Nick Cave talking about it because he was he got quite passionate about the fact that it's been used to write song lyrics mm. and the fear that it's going to do that. Um, is that likely? Well, I, I know the the article you're talking about with Nick Cave. Um, so, so, is it likely to what? 
to take over from the songwriter, I suppose? Well, th- that would that would suggest that first of all that um, these technologies had a burning ambition to be a songwriter, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, is, which, which is possible, right? <laughs> um, but if we if we take it that they're used by humans, then those technologies definitely pose um, threats. Mm. And but how you use them? So if we let us put two artists together, let's put Nick Cave in a very grumpy mood uh, where he was responding to someone saying, look, this is an AI um, that I used, a chat GPT, to write lyrics in your style. And he <clears throat> quite rightfully said, I, 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 uh, you know, that, that disgusts me. I, I, I hate mm. all of that. Mm. But at the same time, there's an, another uh, artist called Ed Sheeran you might have heard of. In just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Less Grumpy Ed uh, mm. announced yesterday, did you see this, that his new album features a song written by AI. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, and the, my understanding of it is, is that he's not, he said, I'm not telling you which song it is. Oh. All right. Deli. Uh, yeah, and, but the difference there is, is that he, tr- when you, what he did was that he trained the AI on all his songs. So it, there was like, if you imagine like a, an Edbot, probably it's called that, right? <laughs> probably. And uh, so this Edbot is knocking out Ed Sheeran songs. And he said most of them are crap. And then there was one banger and he went, oh, I'll have that. Ooh. Yeah. So, and it's this idea of, of being able to tell the difference has been used a lot mm. in books uh, and articles over the last couple of years where someone will say, now that you've finished this book on AI, 30 pages of it were written by a computer. Can you tell? You know what I mean? That's so, really interesting. I kind of love that he's using it like that as well. Like he's using it as almost like a a quiz for us to figure out which one is him and which one isn't him. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and, and in fairness... It, when it comes to legalities, it presents it in an interesting way because if he had said, "I've got, a, I've trained an AI on all the songs of Nick Cave," I'm not going to tell you which song it is. Now, probably mm. would stand out, right? Um, but I took all of Nick Cave's songs, and um, I've got the AI to write me a Nick Cave tune, and I've, I'm going to copyright it in my name as Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. and it's on my new album, and it's mine. Thanks, Nick then that would be very serious. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. In fact, it'd be quite funny because I'd say there'd be a fight, you know what I mean? Most likely, yeah. Because yeah. no one's going to want to see that. No, I wouldn't want to cross Nick Cave. No, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do we think that, like, is there an end game in this or do you think we're just going to constantly grow with it now? End game? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, that makes what, it sound very scary. I probably shouldn't it, have used those it, words. No, what, what it is actually really scary. Um, so... Let's 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 deal with let's deal with the Sundayness of of the question. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, uh, Italy banned ChatGPT. Oh, interesting. Um, earlier in the week, there was uh, a thousand signatories were signed by the Future of Life Institute in Oxford, including a number of people who are quite famous, like Elon Musk, mm-hmm. um, saying 
we need to stop the development of AI for at least six months and get to grips with what we've got. Um, there's been a bit of controversy around that, but that's actually happening literally this weekend. Um, the Microsoft, who are the ultimate kind of investors in open AI, so ChatGPT, have said that um, they, they released a paper, like 150 pages, and the paper was originally called First Contact, literally like a movie, like mm. First Contact with AGUX Superhuman Intelligence. Wow. Um, they are saying, we don't know how this works. Mm. We don't know what it's capable of. Um, but at the same time, um, I'm sure it's out there and have fun with it and pay us 20 bucks a week a month for it. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Very. So I, I did warn you, you might not have any listeners left. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it's very interesting. And I don't think it's a, probably a bad idea for them to kind of pause it for a second and then try and learn it because trying to catch up with it at the moment while it's moving so quickly is not going to happen. Yeah, but it's also a bit like if you imagine the Wild West and you gave out a bunch of handguns yeah. to say like, so just imagine that you and I, oh, you say you're the marshal, right? And I'm some local sheriff and you come in and you say, okay, we've now decided to give out handguns. So we give out handguns to everybody. Mm. And then you sober up the next morning and you go, um... That was a bad idea. Yeah. And I'm going, well, they will... Do you want to go out and try and get them back? Mm. <laughs> you know? Trying to pause it all. It's like, pause yeah. it and stop. Yeah. 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 So, so, so Louise, the idea was a good one, but unfortunately, it's not going to work idea. that way. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like there's a lot more we can be discussing in this, so I might have to ask you back so we can delve a bit deeper if you'd be up for it. If you have any listeners left, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. So I no, can't it's it's, re it's really important, um, yeah. but and and it can be depressing. I mean, the the positive side to it, if you if you like, we we started off by talking about inhaler. What's mm. great about that video is that, first of all, that's a really positive video. Second of all, it's showing the tech in a way that isn't scary. Mm -hmm. uh, it helps the storyline. Uh, to me, it's also using a pretty old version of the technology, which is great. Um, and, I, and I think that it's it kind of demystified. You can very much see the humans using that. Yeah. So... Between Inhaler and Ed Sheeran, you have artists who are showing, who, who are not kind of big, uh, saying, look, this is, this is mysterious or this is weird or scary. They're actually saying, look, this is fun. Mm -hmm. This is part of us telling st how we do our stories. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where that the hope goes, is that if, if we demystify and say, okay, look, we want people to work in music. We like music. We like humans making music as well. Mm -hmm. um, how do we bring this new technology in, which is really powerful, and just add it to our vocabulary of expression? Um, so between Inhaler and Ed Sheeran, there's hope. Absolutely. Dr. Martin Clancy, thank you very much for chatting to me. Thank you very much, Louise. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. 
and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.